We're on. All right, welcome to another fine edition of the Art and Span Show. Uh, uploaded by yours truly, edited by yours truly, and pretty much, I mean, I've got like 90% of the stock in this thing. Sorry, just wanted to say that out loud. That's all. That's all. My name's Art. Span's here with me. He gets so whiny when he has to do anything, and then when I'm doing all this stuff, he's like, hey, did you do it? Did you do it? Did you do it? Did you do it? It's like, either way, he's like, he wants to do everything and be left alone about it <laughs> or, or you do everything and do it like as soon as you think about it, which is every 30 seconds yes yes and i will say the episodes the episodes sound good when i upload them so i'll just continue uploading them <laughs> you know all right cool I, I just uh you know i i understand where my talent lies i'm just uh sometimes i'm stretched a little too thin oh my god you're like dating three women at the same time yeah, I mean four if you're lucky <laughs> <laughs> to go along with the personalities that I have. It's so anyway, you have an echo dot in here. Yes, I do. Uh, hang How on. dare you? Hang on, just one second. Let me see if I can get this thing working. Hey Alexa, as you knock over the pure the Alexa, and a speaker. Hey, Alexa, uh, tell me, uh, tell me how old Stone Cold Steve Austin is. Stone Cold Steve Austin is 54 years old. Did that answer your question? It sure did, baby girl. Thank you. So we uh, we have the station uh, Amazon Echoes, and basically what we're doing is we're giving them away on uh, the station that I work at because uh, we work on two different stations. Well, I'm on Q106, too. Again, just stretch too thin, but that's fine. Um, so I, I had Saturday on Q106, but my main duty here is I-92.9, and we're giving away these custom I-92.9 Amazon Echoes dots and i wanted to see how they worked so i just set it up and every once in a while i get a little bored and i tell alexa to do stuff like hey alexa play ted nugent wait for it wait for it okay okay thanks for the feedback. so she doesn't work all the time okay but now i know that stone cold steve austin's 52 years old thanks to the amazon 54 oh so you want to know something crazy though oh no so don't tell anyone this is a whisper secret between you and i I've set this up to where it does a, not a conference, but you can drop in. So like when I'm at home, if I get all paranoid and think somebody's in my office, I can drop in and it sends a phone call to this and makes me hear what's going on in this room when I'm freaking way over at home. Isn't that awesome? So wait, so wait, you can listen to the Amazon Echo Dot at your home mm-hmm. in whatever room it's in. Mm-hmm. You can listen to what's going on through this Echo Dot here. So here's what I want to do. I want to replace my, um, what's it called, Uh, baby monitor with one of these. And the reason why... Is because this is like, like, I could could go like this. I could say, uh, hey, Alexa, play baby songs. Here's a station for baby music, lullabies and bedtime music. On Amazon Music. Dude. It's perfect. The babies are sleeping. I'm out partying at the bar because I could drop in and check in. It's a babysitter. And listen. I'm giving you all the side eye right now. It's okay. Amazon uh, Alexa lady. Shut up. It's the only lady I can tell to shut up too. 
because I'd get smacked if I told any other ladies. But, but as well, you should. Yes, and I'm not trying to like. But regard. I mean, dude, the thing is awesome. I can't believe it's in here. It makes me just. I'm just mad looking at it. I know that when we as ha- it listens to us and sends everything we say back to Jeff Bezos. Yeah, but here's the deal. And his okay. super magnetic bald head. Jeff is too busy. I've talked to him. Okay, he's too busy. Yeah, I'm sure you. He have. didn't have time to be sitting there wondering what we're doing. Okay, I will tell you. That I can drop in at any time, and this is hooked up to my work. So what I was saying is, through the power of my phone, I can drop in and listen to see what's coming from my office. And it lets me—I haven't figured out the technology yet, but there's a way to wait from your phone. You can listen to any Echo Dot you are currently connected. No, no, to. no, no. no. Yes. Yes. So if I have this in the conference room, yes, I can connect it there and be like, all right, hey, I want to drop in, and I can listen at any time. Protected, it, it turns off. It's not listening twenty four seven. Oh, I totally trust Amazon with more of my personal <laughs> info. Absolutely, they have never had any kind of data breach ever. Just but, like Facebook has never had any kind of data breach ask, ever. Ask me a question, real quick. It's something that you want to know. How old Tom Cruise is? Hang on, just one second. Amazon, hey Alexa lady, how old is Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise is 56 years old. Thanks, lady. All right, stop talking. And it, see, it's, it, it, it's it's Google right in the form of a freaking little... Uh, I want to play hockey with that thing right now. All right, now. hang on. Hey, Alexa. Play Queen, We Are the Champions. Oh, my God. You wanted to play hockey, dude? I got you. Uh, hey, God. Here we go. Hey, Alexa, will you shut the hell up? Okay, I guess we'll set that down. She yeah, sh- but see, she listens. She listens. That device is the creepiest damn Dude, thing on Dude, I Earth. never knew that I wanted one. Like, I'm going to get a Google Mini for at home because, and we're going to get into this topic too about the Pixel thing. You just giving all your stuff up. Yeah, but the thing, the Google. You want to give up your social security number while you add it? Drop a blood, just put it right listen, on there? If somebody wants my social, they can have it. I will grant it to them for oh free. Oh my God. Because they'll improve whatever credit score I've never had. Have some pride about your personal no, life, No, but man. here's the deal, man. I just, you know, I. I used to be like you. I, I, I here here's how here's how bad it used to be. Okay, Instagram had uh, not a security breach, but basically someone read their terms of agreement a long time ago, and this was like years ago. And basically, there was a little thing in there, and you know how like it goes viral to where it says Facebook is shutting down. Comment and paste that you don't want them to. For it was one of those, okay. But it was on okay. Google, CNN, like everybody covered it, saying that they could grab any of your pictures, whether you have a private or public profile, grab your pictures and use it for ad campaigns. Uh huh. So that was a big breach, and I actually deleted my Instagram because of it. I was like, "There's no way I'm deleting it. I'm not doing this." But then I found out that that wasn't true at all, and I lost all of my followers. So I used to be just like, but then I realized, you know what? If they want to listen, they're going to let. You think your Google Pixel isn't always listening? Come on. Come on, Span. Come on. I, I, if you can prevent it, though, is what you're saying, you're going to. No, I can't prevent any of my devices from listening to me if I want to use them on the regular and maintain my life. The difficulty is if they don't have sense enough to make me believe they aren't listening, they don't deserve my money and my personal information. And we all know the Amazon Echo Dot. your phone's to going people. Out. You got to lift it up, otherwise it's going to get on the mic. People are going to think we got... Vibrating stuff going on. I just shut the vibration (laughs) off. 
You are so fidgety. <laughs> you are so fidgety. Did, did you like mainline like six monsters or something? <laughs> Dude, I worry about you. Man. But I wanted, I, I, I've always wanted to see how the Echo Dots work. And dude, they're awesome. Like, no. It's no. technology on the fly. No, no. You have that already. It's called a phone. I know, but I like it in the power of a little hockey puck that I can just sit there and like, this is going to be the perfect device, device for the babies. Like it is. It just is. It's going to be, it, and I'm going to keep this one here because this is station property, obviously. Yeah. But the the deal, the reason that I wanted to talk about the whole Google thing too, is when I got my Google Pixel, they gave me $100 and like Google store money. And I told myself I'm going to buy one of those Google minis, which is basically the same thing as a dot. It's a, just a bigger speaker. And but I, but I thought about it and I was like, man, I just, I love technology. I love the freedom of, you know what else I did? Okay, so I'm in a terrible money spending habits with art. Um, I found out that when you have a credit card, you can use it. Um, and I also oh found god. out. Oh my god! <laughs> Why? What? Okay. Oh my god! This is going to be a long topic, and and I'm sorry if this is turning into the art show, but I'm hoping with therapy you can help me through. This this dilemma that I have inside of my head. This show may have to become therapy with art. And span. It, it, well, in this episode, it's like how can Span rescue art from his latest psychosis? But the thing is, is I lean on I lean on your advice and opinion a lot. So here's it, it's so bad that my stepdaughter has been saying I do it. Okay, so um, I bought an Apple Watch. I got a credit. Um, like on my bank, they gave me a bank card that has credit up to, I think it was like a thousand dollars. Right. And I was like, I'm going to buy an Apple watch. This was a couple years ago. I bought the Apple watch. It lasted two weeks and I returned it. Okay. Okay. And my wife was like, why did you do that? And I was like, because I don't always want to be like tracked. I don't, I came up with like that, not excuse, but I don't always want to have to like look at my wrist and always be connected. Okay. So then two weeks later, I think I bought another one and then I returned that one. Okay. And then I didn't touch him for a while. I didn't, I didn't get any Apple watches. But then my wife's birthday is coming up and I saw that they had Apple watches on sale and I was like, you know what? I'll buy it and I'll just pay it off on my credit card. Like, you know, obviously it turns a $200 item into a $300 item by the time you pay interest. And I understand that whole aspect of it, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy her something nice. Well, then I started looking and I was like, man. Maybe the Samsung watches are different from the Apple watches, right? Like maybe, maybe there's something different about them. So I bought one. Okay. So I bought two watches. Now I'm in debt like $400. Okay. So then two weeks goes by, which then, now we're coming up to times now. And I returned it because I you, returned which one I, uh, I told her you keep your watch because you use it and I bought it for your birthday uh -huh. and I'll return mine and she said well if you only bought the watch because you wanted one then I don't want mine and I said no I said I literally was looking for a gift for you you had said that you wanted a watch so I bought you one and I was like you know what I'll see how much they are and then I stupidly bought one so I returned it so then I'm sitting there and I'm like man this invisible money is burning a hole in my pocket and I saved two hundred dollars because I had to return the watch. And you didn't save two hundred dollars. Listen, listen, listen. So then I was like, and plus my wife said she was gonna buy me shoes, like new workout shoes. So that's like close to like three hundred dollars already. And this is the part where you're gonna punch me in the face. And the Nintendo Switches are only three hundred dollars. So maybe I'll just like go buy a Nintendo Switch and I'll and I went and, and bought one over the weekend. 
I don't have enough eye socket in my I head know. to roll my eyes as much as like and who you're probably gonna return the Nintendo Switch after like a couple days. Which is exactly what my stepdaughter said to me yep. when I said but I told her, I told my wife, I said, I don't buy stuff for myself. I'll buy stuff for myself in little amounts. Like I'll buy a t shirt for myself or something. I can justify twenty bucks or whatever. But I don't ever buy stuff for myself. And if I do, I feel guilty and I return it. Like right away. And I don't know why that is. And I stepped on her even said, like, you're going to return it in two weeks. But with the Switch, I'm not going to. And here's why. Because my son has fallen in love with it. Why did you buy the Switch? Because I, okay, so I went through this phase of retro gaming. All of this is the wrong answer. But I know, I know. I went through this phase of retro gaming in which I, in between buying the watch and this and that, I bought a Game Boy Advance SP, which I returned a week later. Um, and it, yeah, I know. And I told you to look for the one and I'd buy it from you. I know. And then. Uh, I I, I returned so, and you see why I wasn't highly motivated to go look for that Game Boy Advance I know, I know so I returned it and I was like man I really want to like have a retro gaming system but all the Game Boy Advances that that are out now they're just there's certain model numbers I found that like they're the 101s have a better backlight and I couldn't find it so I was like I'm just returning it, I'm done with it well then in my search for constant gratification and constant impulse I decided you know what I'm gonna buy a Nintendo Switch and I bought it over the weekend, and I love it, dude. Like I, this is one item that I won't return, because for one, like now my son has fallen in love with it, and he's playing it like crazy. But also because I need to just come to terms with, like, sure, I'm gonna be paying on this thing for a year. Like if I was paid twenty bucks a month, like I'm gonna pay for it for a year. But at the same time, or thirty, but whatever. Um, I need to do something. I need to get something for myself every once in a while. But I feel, I feel guilty doing it. Because for one, I just spent like the past year and a half rebuilding my credit. For two, there's other stuff that could be used with that money, obviously. Um, but I just feel guilty. I feel like I don't deserve to buy something for myself. You don't have the ability to understand that you might feel guilty before you buy something? No. It's it's up in I because in my head I'm like I'm getting it I'm getting it I'm getting it and then once I have it I was like I don't want it anymore. So when you buy this thing, uh-huh. do you buy it on Amazon or do you go to the store? I went to Target and bought so it. So you go to a store, you buy this thing, mm-hmm. you take, you unbox it, you play with it, you use it, you hook it up to your stuff, mm-hmm. and then eventually you say I don't want it anymore. You put it back in the stuff and you take it back to the store. You are exactly correct. You yes. Bur- <laughs> yes. You burn up all that gas and that time. Yep. Because yep. you can't tell whether you actually want to keep something or not. Yep. But I don't know why I. I think I. I. I haven't figured out like why I do it. Here, you, what you got to do? Uh-huh. What, seriously, what you have to do? Yeah. Is and I don't know if it'll work with you <laughs> because I know how your brain works, right? But what you have to do is you have to say this is the thing I want to buy. And then set a Google alert. Set no, go- I did. Okay, yeah, hold on, hold I'm on. Listening, I'm listening. And set a Google alert for two weeks later. Mm-hmm. And two weeks later, that Google alert will show up and say, buy such and such item. If you didn't already have it in your mind to buy that thing, yeah. you know this isn't something you need to buy. So, and and Trish even said, my wife even said, during Christmas time, I was looking to get you a Switch because you had brought it. So this is something I've wanted for a year or longer. It's just like the watch thing, the watch thing. Thing, uh, watch was strictly like 
oh, hey, I want one too type of thing. And that was a stupid decision. I returned it and I, I don't, I will, I'm not going to say I will never buy another one again because I, I'm going to go down the same road again. Yes, you are. In a couple of years when another one a comes out. A couple years? And, okay, in six months when another six one Six months? Okay, in two weeks when I see one that's on sale. There we uh, go. Okay, but anyway, I, 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 I've wanted one of these switches for a while. I just have. Um, and I'm glad that I got it. Like I, and I can tell if I buy something when I'm walking out if I'm going to return it or not. And with the switch, I was Wait, like, you can even tell when you're walking out. Yeah. You are like indicting yourself. Like yeah, I know. <laughs> and you know what I noticed you're like too? like that liar, liar character. It's like, I object. Well, and the judge goes, why? Because it's devastating to my case. <laughs> like, this is your every argument. It's, it's like, here, I'm going to ask for your advice. Before I ask for your advice, I'm going to tell you how I do this dumb thing. Yep. And then I know I do this dumb thing. Yep. But I do this dumb thing anyway. But no, give me advice. It's like, yeah. I, you already gave yourself advice. I tell myself no before I buy it but then i buy it still and then i tell myself no enough times to where i take it back okay here's a question yeah could this be just for you an expression like and they've i've heard this talked about when people are like in the lower income brackets which of course are in radio so we absolutely are uh-huh. um but when you're in like what is basically like either at the top of or just below or just above a poverty level income um what happens is people will buy things Uh just for the experience of being capable of making that purchase Mm -hmm. whether they can afford it or not right but then some people return other people keep them and just deal with the consequences yeah see and that's the thing is that i me dealing with the consequences is feeling guilty about it the whole time. But like with the switch, I didn't feel that way because I see the joy that it brings my kid so I can justify buying it so I can play it when he's not around. And it's something that he can play on the car rides and stuff. So it kind of that works. But me buying something selfishly just for myself, I can't justify that. Because it, but but then I could say the same thing for like my tattoos. Well, you paid money. Yeah, for Yeah, I was about to say like there are things that you buy that yeah. you buy just for yourself that yeah. only service your interests. Right. Like there's no shame to be had in that. I mean, unless like it's something you feel like you can't tell other people. Like right. Like look for for example, poor ejemplo. Let's say. Huh? Poor, it's Spanish for, for example, poor oh, ejemplo. Geez, anyway, I didn't know what you're was welcome. Happening. So anyway, uh, <laughs> let's say for some reason you like to uh, patronize a prostitute every Friday. Good. Okay, every this, Friday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying just throwing this out. Okay, there. just I want to go okay. as deep into the like whoa as I could. So let's okay. say you like to patronize a prostitute every Friday. Uh-huh. Right. Every Friday you like to go and for an hour and for an hour oh. handle some business. Okay, you don't always last hour, but whatever. You know, you got to pay for the full hour, however it works. So anyway, (laughs) (laughs) however, I don't understand how it works, but if I had an idea, (laughs) yeah, I, I, you stepped in goo on that. Yeah, I don't like the gum is on my shoe, and I'm not gonna reach down with my bare fingers. You just walk past, and there's no rubber gloves, so I'm just trying to walk this off, man. I'm just trying to walk this off because I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it now. Anyway. 
So <laughs> you're going to do this every Friday for an yeah. hour. And you know the cost is $200. And you are, but you are afraid to tell anybody you know that you patronize this prostitute every Friday. Right. So people ask, yo, dude, we're going to happy hour. What are you going to do, man? Four o'clock, we're getting out of work early. We're going to do happy hour. What are you doing? It's like, uh, I'm going home to eat spaghetti and take a nap. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And they're like, uh, you can't just come out with us. We can get like a spaghetti at the bar or something. It's like, yeah. uh, no. Oh, I have to do it at home for some reason. Like when you feel embarrassed about your purchase, mm-hmm. then you should be looking at your purchasing patterns very closely. Yeah, because your money is a, is a finite resource, mm-hmm. and since you know we work in radio. It's a scarcity right. of a finite resource. Yeah, so it's like you're paying more money. For the money that you're spending now right. when you put it on your credit card. Yeah. And even if it's not something you're going to keep, that alone should be like an extra impetus for you to be like, maybe I should rethink this. Yeah. But like everything about you is like, this is a thing that's awesome. Charge, 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 charge. Get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. And even as you're walking out of the store, yeah. you're like, eh, this wasn't a smart purchase, but I'm taking it home anyway. <laughs> and even as you're unboxing it, like this yeah. wasn't a smart purchase but i'm keeping it it's anyway literally and then yeah. as you put it on your wrist and you sink it up to all your stuff you're like I'm, this wasn't a good purchase but i'm keeping it anyway yeah. and then two weeks later that keep it get rid of it get rid of it get rid yes. of it. it's louder yes and before you know it's like oh but it's and like inside it's not my wife saying it it's not anybody else saying it. it's, I know, it's me inside saying your it head to me and which is gets, why i wonder why that voice is so quiet it's like you literally have two voices in your head yeah and depending on what what thing is going on in your life one has the louder voice right like when you want that thing like and the thing is not in your possession the the voice of reason has no power whatsoever None. it's still speaking yeah. but it has no power to motivate your hands and feet yeah. the the impulse one has the power do but- you have that do you have that problem at all you don't have that problem at all. No, I, I mean, think this is always therapy with art. Give me uh, now. Uh, now I need to pick your brain. There's never anything that you've wanted and you buy and you like. I could say for my car, for instance. Okay, mm-hmm. me signing the dotted line to have that car mm-hmm. was the most nerve wracking moment. Uh, not in my life, but top ten. And then you get it home, and then you just start getting used to making the payments. But then something breaks, and you're like, "Man, I should have never got that car." Man, I should have never yeah, got that I'm, I've, I can't, I'm sure I've had, like, purchases where I'm like, Ugh, I should have got that game. Yeah. But, like, nah, man. Like, it just, I have lived broke a long time, which is yeah. funny because my parents or my dad has, excuse me, my dad has money. Mm-hmm. And if I wanted money from him, he would give it to me. Yeah. But I choose to live at a very near poverty level, right? A very aesthetic lifestyle, and living this living this aesthetic lifestyle means that there's just things I can't have. There's things I want, right? Like, but there's just things I can't have. Like for me, it's like it's it's like a higher grade of like food items, like like the really good steak. Like oh, yeah. I want the really good steak, yeah. Or, or perhaps like uh, like. Let's say I don't want to work today. Like that's right. like I want to just if it do if I could get paid to not work for a month, mm-hmm. I totally would. And I'm not special in that regard, right? But like those are the kinds of things I want. But like, like I don't know, man. It's just I don't have a struggle that way. See, but my thing is so. Last week I traded 
one of my guns that I just don't use anymore. It just sits in my closet and it's just sitting there. And I was like, I went to go get a, a tattooed on my buddy who's tattooing me. As I'm looking around, I see that he has like literally my dream guitar sitting up, hung up on the wall. And to some people, uh, guitars are kind of like classic cars. Like you can look at a classic car and be like, man, that's ugly. But another person can see the value in it in the mm-hmm. sense of even if it's beat up, there's something about it that has that that look to it. And and I've always wanted a Fender Telecaster. That has always been the guitar since like birth. I've wanted one. Can you play guitar? Yeah. Yeah, I okay. could play power chords, and I could play, you know... You can uh, play guitar. That's all I yeah. want to make sure. Um, I mean, I'm not freaking, you know, Stevie Ray Vaughan by any means. But nope. There's only one Stevie Ray Vaughan, yeah, bro. But, but I enjoy playing. It's something that I do as as a hobby. But so... Have I, you played with a Fender Telecaster before? At Guitar Center. Like, for okay. years and years and years. Like, I would go couple times a year play one and okay so i'm getting you know i'm talking to him i was like hey do you do trades because almost every tattoo artist does trades almost every tattoo artist if you've got a playstation at home they'll trade you that for a tattoo sometimes like if they're if there's a need for it it's it's supply and demand that's it's, actually a pretty good idea yeah actually. yeah i mean there's certain artists that are like you know no you're not gonna you know just trade yourself into it but then there's others that don't care and i've known this guy for a while so we traded and I got it home, and I play it almost every day, but I don't have that level of guilt because I traded something. There's no monetary value to it. So it leads me to believe that it's a sense of like like what you said, when, you're, when you've grown up, and I, I grew up at not a poverty level, but we weren't going to Disneyland. Right. You know, we weren't. I mean, my dad always made sure there was food on the table and right. made sure that I was taken care of, but we weren't rich. So then when I look at it, I feel guilty in the sense of like, I guess that money could have been given to my kids or done something with my kids. And then I get a sense of guilt and it just, it it stays on me. But now with like the switch thing, I I don't feel as guilty because my kids are benefiting from it. Like, you know, my son can play it. My stepdaughter can play it. And it's something that it's like a family thing, you know? So your guilt mainly is for things that you buy for yourself, but you don't feel them over the tats. You just feel them over certain physical No, because like I, I ended up trading him that guitar and tattoo work. So it, it, the it, the value of what I was trading him was more than what he was giving me. So he included some some ink work into it. So it wasn't. I don't feel bad about that because I didn't have to pay for it. No, 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 no. I'm talking about if you bought a tattoo, mm-hmm. which you have, yeah, correct, yeah. So you don't feel any guilt over buying a tattoo. I do, but there's nothing I can do about it. What am I going to do? I so can't... you feel guilt like over tattoos too? Oh yeah. Not every time, though. Like, I guess it just it depends on how much money is in my bank account at that time. And if I could justify spending that money, if I can't justify it. But I always come up with a justification. But you can't return tattoos. You know what I worry about with you? That I'm going to stroke out by the age of 40? Oh, no, that's long. Yeah, of course, that's going to (laughs) happen. I don't worry about that. What I worry is that for as much as you like. Like, what could happen if you actually have money? And I know that you love this right now. You love, because Span and I, when we were talking about doing the podcast, let me just, I'll answer that in a second. But when we were talking about doing the podcast, I said, I'm an open book. And you're like, okay, that's good. 
And he kind of just left it at that. It wasn't like, yeah, I'm an open book too, man. Yeah, we're going to get to know each other. It was like, nope, I'm going to dissect you and I'm going to make money off of you. That's what it is. That's what it is to you. We're going to make money off of you, <laughs> for sure. I mean, I'd, I mean, I'd, I have my proclivities and my issues, but the thing is, like, I'm kind of a settled dude at this point. Like, I've, yeah. I've like, most of my massive mistakes, yeah. I've already done, like, there's tons of mistakes I've made, yeah. but I've already formulated them into stories that are going to come out. Right. Like, it's not an ongoing psychosis oh, like yeah. it is for yep, you. Every like, day. you live your difficulties in real time. Yeah. Like, my stuff is like, yeah, I used to struggle with this, and then I'll struggle. Now, I have my struggles, but right. I can't think of anything right now that'd be, like, radio-worthy. Yeah. Like, uh... Like I love when I when I when I when I hit the can, mm -hmm. I love to spend at least forty five minutes to an hour there. Wait, what? Yeah, like when I I don't know how to say this radio style, but like when you when you go into a bathroom to take a seat, like forty five minutes to an hour easy, I'm there. Yeah, like I love it. Like I just kind of just chill out, and it drives people crazy who might want to use those bathrooms. Forty five minutes to an yes, sir. Do your legs fall asleep? Yes, and I stand up, I stretch, <laughs> and then I sit right back down. <laughs> no, you don't. Yes, I do. Stand up. Oh, it's been eight minutes. It's time to stretch. Not eight, more like thirty-eight. But still, like I take my time, man. I go ahead and. I, I did notice that the one day because <laughs> I said, "Span, where are you going?" You're like, I gotta go. I gotta take a duty or something. You said something, and I was like. Okay, and then like I thought you went to lunch or something. Yeah, bro, I have taken I have taken label rep calls in there. <laughs> it's like a second <laughs> office. Do you let them know? No, but I think somebody noticed. <laughs> one, of, one of them, one of them was like, "Hey, Span, uh, are you busy?" I was like, "No, nah, I'm good." He goes, "You're not in the bathroom, are you?" And I was like, "He didn't say." There's a certain echo. <laughs> see, I didn't. Mm, I'm did, like, did he know? Oh yeah, he knew. There's oh, a certain echo that comes man. from the bathroom. But like, yeah, I have, I have, I have been in a situation. Oh my god. Where like I have been mid activity. Yeah. Talking on the phone. But see, with me, there's only a certain amount of people that I would feel comfortable enough talking on on the toilet. With. I don't care, dude. I'm like, I'm like, you know how it is in the armed services where they just have a line. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. I don't care. Yeah. Like I could, I could do it in front of everybody if they want really? to watch. Yeah, I don't, I don't I care. See, no, no, now no. I don't want to, right? Because if you say something untoward, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm a, I'm a straighten up. <laughs> I'm a track your location. No, but you gotta, and you I'm gotta, gonna handle my business. And when I finish, I'm gonna find you and have words. Yeah, but the thing is, is you have to wait for your legs to come back awake. <laughs> my that legs are, they have enough practice, man. I'm good at this. Okay, <laughs> I know how to stretch my legs, whether standing or sitting i'm good with that so yeah that's that's if i i'm sure i have other issues but that's the first one that comes to mind when you talk about like what would happen if i like came upon a bunch of money i would become a drug addict i guarantee it i guarantee it i would become not saying that like you have to be rich to be a drug addict because you don't but i would i would have definite substance abuse problems i would i would fall off the rails so hard so hard and i know that i would i would have all the backhand knuckle slaps for you if if well, yeah and like, I, and if this show 
for some reason because we're supposed to announce something that's coming up soon, correct? Are we? Uh, we're not announcing. Are we announcing it? You said you said it Wait. in the last in the last podcast. It's not until uh, we still got another week. Okay. Or are we? In, you want to just announce it? No, no, no. That's good. Good. We can keep them on bated breath. They'll be fine. Okay. But yeah, we uh, the two people that listen. <laughs> Nine. 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 We're, no, Nine. we're in double digits, fool. Are we really? Yes, we are. How do you know? I just have a feeling. I'm Ooh. just going to leave it like that anyway. It's, it's like my soul tells me and I believe my soul. It hasn't let me down yet. Except for that one time with that one girl in that one spot. But I'm not getting into that. Anyway, the whole point of this is... Uh, there is if 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 we happen to be in a situation where we can take this quote unquote to the big time and we start making change and then like the first morning you're late and I call you and you're like, Oh bro, it was a long night. I had I'm gonna be like, I'm calling in sick today and I'm calling in <laughs> sick for art and I'm going right to your house with a bucket of water and some punches to the gut. But see, I uh, that's why that's why I never got myself involved in like, and I, I, I like growing up, uh, I, and how do I word this legally and correctly? Yeah, carefully. Yeah. So I, I have had opportunities to do th- those substances. Yes. Um, and a lot of opportunities, as I'm sure most people have. Right. And, and not even so much like in school it was like what happened after school because going to school up in northern michigan it's very i graduated with 68 kids we all knew each other and those kids weren't doing hard drugs like you know it, it mainly weed and and that was it you know but you come down state because you want to go to radio school and you start hanging out with people and the next thing you know you start seeing like another side of of the world that you weren't used to. So there's always been opportunities to do that stuff, but I've always put it at a distance. That's why like 90% of the reason why I don't drink anymore is, is for stomach issues. The other 10% is because like, I can't have just one drink. I would straight up threaten your life on a regular basis. Like if I ever thought for real that you, you being a drug addict was a concern, Mm -hmm. like I'd be like, I guess I'm just going to have to hurt him again. (laughs) Like there's no, I'm not tolerating that. Like I'm just not. But the thing is, is I, I have too much to lose to to do that now. Like those days, you have like thirty seven children. <laughs> you have like a wife, an ex wife, four girlfriends, and a prayer. Like you got everything <laughs> under the damn sun. Making sixteen dollars an hour to figure your life out piece by piece, and then you jump to forty dollars an hour. You start, no, bro, no. I, I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't be able to. Do I would that. give you the roughest titty twisters on the Ooh, face of the earth. But uh, no, I, I. That's what I'm saying though is that I've seen what that stuff does, so I stay away from that now. If I had a whole bunch of money, I'd go right to Vegas. I would. Oh man, I would Vegas have, for what? I would though? have all the Monster Energy drinks. Okay. For, are you talking? I would stay up way past nine o'clock. Yeah, you heard me. I'm staying up past nine, and I'm gambling all of my riches. Oh man, like I I do have a gambling problem in the sense to where like it's never made me behind on bills, but it's made me behind on eating. Once or twice. You do understand that the whole point of gambling is to enjoy the fact that you're losing money. Like, that's the whole point of what? gambling. Yes, because the house wins, bro. You're not going there to break even or get ahead. That's not to, how gambling works. My job that I worked at used to be like a block away from the casino. Was, oh, Lord have It was mercy. up in Petoskey, and it was for a radio station. And I lived about two, three miles away from the casino. So it was all like in this triangle vicinity. And I would get paid, and that night I would always go to the casino. But I would only spend like 20 or $40. But then I would lose that, and I would be so devastated. 
off of losing twenty to forty dollars. Really? Yeah. Even though like I had a limit that I gave myself, like, hey, here's twenty bucks. See if you can parlay, parlay it into forty or whatever. And I would go, and we used to have club nights up there. So Saturday night, I would take the radio station vehicle. I would drive it to the casino, which had a club inside. I'd party and everything. I wouldn't drink, and I wouldn't drink a drop. Um, because working in radio, like the number one rule is don't drive the station vehicle drunk. Don't drive it buzz. Like, yeah. Other and than the FCC lose- says you can't touch any equipment while right. under the influence of anything ever. Right. So knowing that I would take the radio station vehicle back and I would come back at like 12 and I would know, okay, I got like an hour and 45 minutes to play catch up. Cause by then everybody's all drunk. So I'd get wasted. And then I would grab my 20 or $40 that night and I would go play. Well, the one night I got tanked. And I was sitting at the blackjack table, and all that I remember is I was doing $75 hands. That's all that I remember. I woke up the next day. I had no money on me at all, and I freaked out. And I looked at my bank account, and I was like, okay, I only withdrew like 20 40 bucks. But what had happened was, was I got wasted. The, if you know Odawa Casino, you know like the club part, and then the casino part is right outside. It's all in one building. And I went out, and I played blackjack, and I started winning. I started winning, and I was doing $25 hands. Then I was doing $50 hands. Then I was doing $75 hands. And I remember one of my coworkers was like, hey, how are you getting? He had like that deep radio voice. Hey there, how are you getting? $75 hands, what are you doing? And then I don't remember anything else. I woke up the next day, and I guess I was up three, uh, $200, $300 or something. But I don't remember it because I was drunk. So I don't remember it. What a waste. I know. I know, but like there had been like see, and that's the, the most tragic thing about this is all the times you've been to the casino and lost. The one time you won, oh you no, were I've too won, drunk. To I've know. won before. I won four hundred dollars before. I played Keno one time. Me and my buddy went. This is my gambling problem comes in the forms of like five and ten dollars. So we were uh, we were sitting. That's not a problem. I know we were sitting at the bar. And I decided to play $5 Kino as a four draw, and I won, and I won like $340 right there. And I was like... And what did you do, buy more Kino? I think I did play a couple more times. Okay, but just then, a couple. But then right, I ended yeah. up pocketing like 300 bucks. Okay, and I, good. And I bought my buddy a beer because, you know, I felt yeah, bad see, or whatever. Like, I got no, like five to 10 bucks. Like, but when it's five to 10 bucks, like all the time, like, you well, know what the worst thing is? I'm going to admit something. The Michigan Lottery app. It's the worst thing ever. It's the worst thing. You got thing. that thing? Yeah. Oh, Lord. And I'll play $10 every once in a while. But it's like, it, it, that's... And mind it, you, I have no beef with the Michigan Lottery app. As a matter of well, fact, of like, I, think, I think personally, like, discretionary income is discretionary income. Mm-hmm. So when you have some income, you can spend on whatever the heck you want. Like, technically, technically, gambling could be kind of seen as an investment. Mm-hmm. Now, it is in no way an investment. But if you know that every paycheck, you're going to drop 50 bucks Mm -hmm. and 50 bucks is just going to go to this. Mm -hmm. And when the 50 bucks is done, you're out of cash money. Well, then you've gotten the value of it. That's the entire value of it. It's like you could dream for a second that you would win it big. (laughs) And that was your good time. And you lost. Oh, well, I had a good time dreaming. The problem is the guys who go, oh, man, this is 50 bucks. Man, this is my future. This could be. But see, that's me. That's (laughs) me. And the other problem is, is like, so my dad and I, we've done, I think, two trips to Vegas, and I would save and save and save and save, and I'd bring my money out there, and it'd be gone within three days. 
And then I'd be like, Dad, let me let me get a hundred bucks real quick. Like, I'll pay you back. Ooh. And it's just bad. Like, so that's why, like, I try and avoid those situations entirely because I have that gambling addiction. My grandma's got it bad. You want to talk about bingo lady? My grandma is the definition of a bingo lady. Oh, well. But it's like one of those things to where it's like, that's where, like, in my genes, I get my enjoyment. It's like, it's that thrill of like... Oh my gosh, I could win. Oh my gosh, I could win. Oh my gosh, I could win. Yeah, see, I'm I'm like if I'm going to risk some things, I'd rather not risk money. Like I'd rather risk time on like say, I don't know, like a skill. Like But can I tell you something? This is going to change your mind. So you were talking bad about, you know, Nintendo Switch and getting one and everything. What if I, I did not. What if I was to tell you though that Devil May Cry is coming to the Nintendo Switch? Would that change your mind at all? I have a PlayStation 4. Okay. I'm just trying to get you to be a, do something impulsive. Make an impulsive purchase. Make an impulsive purchase. Yes. Right now. Do it. Well, see, the problem is <laughs> I'd have to think about it. So getting an impulsive purchase is like... What's uh, something no. that you want right now that you would really want? Because mm. we're going to go buy it. <laughs> With your money. We... <laughs> I'm going to throw you out that window. With your funds. Get out of here. I'm not. Nah. <laughs> but nah, do you I, think that, I mean, it's something that I hope I outgrow. You know, I hope that it's something like. I think you'll outgrow. There, oh, there comes a point when like, there, there's, a, okay. Like for me, I guess it was like working like crap jobs. Mm-hmm. Like I got to be a bouncer, a bartender. Um, I got to work. I got to be in positions where like I was around pretty girls. I was around like fun and shows a whole lot. Yeah. And even though at the time I was a virgin was just hysterical in and of itself. (laughs) Um, like it was fun to be part of those times and energy while I was being paid to do it. Yeah. But I also knew I did not want to make careers out of these things. Yeah. That was kind of like, like I worked a bunch of jobs that were just right along things that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And at some point, and then, and like at some point I was just like, you know, I got to build for a career. And then I went to radio. Yeah. That's so exactly yeah. what happened with me was working a couple crap jobs. And, but then I look back at those times and I was like, man, I wish that like my brain is so nostalgic and nostalgic that I just, I constantly sit and think about the times before, like when, when life wasn't so hard. You know, when things were a little bit simple, like, and I don't look at it from a marriage standpoint. Like I, I would bet not, especially <laughs> while you're saying this into a microphone, <laughs> bro. No, but what I'm saying is I never look at it like, man, I wish I was never married, like nothing like that. But I just look at back at like when times were, were so much more like calm and not so stressful. Like when I was an adult still, but like, I think back of like the times when I was living in Petoskey and life wasn't so hard. Like it was just, all I had to worry about was me getting to work paying my bills and seeing my son and that was it and then it's like now like the position that i'm in there's so much more but i made that i made that i made that and oh yeah and i deal with it oh yeah but it doesn't mean that the stress of it like like dude you don't you never really had that opportunity to be out of high school like determining your path, dreaming about all the money you're gonna make, making take getting your first thirty thousand dollar a year job, and be like, oh my god, what am I gonna do with all this money? Right. Like you went straight to like making babies, and so you've always had a place for your money to go outside of yourself. And that's why I think I feel guilty about those purchases because it's like that money can always go to them. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, but I mean that's I mean that's kind of like the that's a parental trap though, because like everything you 
do can go towards your kids. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're here doing this podcast. You could be devising a new way to right. make your kids happy. Like right. at some point you have to take time out for yourself. And sometimes that involves your funds. Now I'm not going to advocate going into debt to do so right. when you don't have to, yeah. but like indulging yourself is part of what makes you human. Part of yeah. what makes you a functional human. Like God made man on the first day. And on the seventh day he told, he rested. Like right. there's a reason why you're supposed to rest, rest. Rest yeah. is part of a human I think existence. That's, I think that's been the hardest part, and it's all in my head because it's nobody else's fault but my own. But part of the problem that I have is that I feel, I feel um, guilty for like going to concerts or for going. Like part of it is I'm tired, man. I want to go home. I want to go to bed. That's that's probably sixty percent of it. The other forty percent is feeling guilty for doing those things. <laughs> And feeling guilty for going out and feeling guilty for, but that's why like, you know, and full transparency, like I've developed a calendar in which I put dates where I want to go do stuff, you know, but as that calendar fills, I start to get guilty. Yeah, I'm like, see, you, that could be time at home with my family. You, you have like a guilt monster that yeah. just sits on your shoulder, like a big fat Gila monster. Right. Yeah. And it just like, it's always whispering in your ear. Nah, you messed up there. Right. Nah, you messed up there. Like I'm, I'm literally like, have you seen the devil's advocate starring Al Pacino and Kevin Keanu Reeves? No, but I know of it. The movie is awesome. The one thing I hate about the movie is the Southern accent that, uh, Charlize Theron and Keanu Reeves supposed to keep the whole movie. Now, um, the thing about the movie that was the most awesome and I'm totally spoiling a piece is that Al Pacino's the devil. Right. And, but the, at one point he's doing one of his like loud soliloquies at the end of the movie. And he's like, guilt is like a bag of bricks. Just put it down. And it's true. Guilt is a choice. Like yeah. guilt isn't something you have to experience. Mm -hmm. It's a choice. And when you choose to accept who you are in the context of the things that you enjoy, if indeed for some reason that's going to the prostitute every Friday, <laughs> You need to put that guilt aside. So I enjoy having sex with a hooker. Who cares? Sorry, I mean, I don't if know that's what, that man, I'm, I'm not advocating for such right. a thing. But whatever your enjoyment especially is, especially since it's illegal currently. Well, yeah, and the thing is, is if it's not hurting anybody, that's the thing. Like if you're doing something that you well, enjoy, no, if you're engaging in if you're engaging in that specific activity, well, yeah, in that's, this country, the chances that you're hurting someone by participating in the white slave or the slave industry, like then, yeah, yeah. now. Yeah. If you're going to a country where it's legal, that's yeah. an entirely different thing. Nah. But the point I'm making is when it comes down to the things that you do, the mm -hmm. things that you want, if your stuff is legal and by your research, and hopefully you've done research <laughs> if you're talking about some dark stuff, yeah. it's it's not hurting anyone. It's not causing anybody psychological damage. Then take that bag of bricks or that Gila monster and slap yeah. it aside because you just don't need it. But I feel it. Like, like it's a learned behavior. It's a, it's a trained behavior. Having guilt. Like, it's just, um... Is it? Yeah, I think that... Is it? Like, how do your parents teach you to have guilt? No, no, I don't think it's a parent thing. I think it's just in life in like general. Like, when you pooped your diaper as a baby, mm -hmm. you didn't feel guilt about pooping your diaper. You just pooped your diaper. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, as you were told to not poop, the thing right. you had to learn was not have your parents yell at you yeah. because you pooped. 
not in your diaper or you should have pooped in the potty. Yeah. So it's like, you don't learn guilt. You learn, I will get yelled at if I do this thing. Right, the consequences. So how does it turn into guilt is yeah, what I'm trying true. to figure out. Yeah. Like, I, it's you when you say it's a learned behavior, I think you're right. But I'm fascinated to learn how. Because, like, I look, one day I realized, like, I, I, was in a, I was in a relationship with a girl. This is, like, in 2011, 12 or whatever. And, like... She would always often not always she would often like express dissatisfaction with the way I did certain things <laughs> and I would feel guilt yeah. about that. Yeah. And then one day I realized, wait, 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 this is her choice to express this dissatisfaction with the way I do things. My intention is not to hurt her. Right. Like she's trying to change my behavior. And if something like, for instance, it was like, let's say if I showed up 10 minutes, if I said I was going to be at the house at her place at like seven o'clock mm -hmm. and I got there at seven ten, she'd be like, well, I'm using this example. She, yeah, she'd yeah. be like, well, you need to, you need to be more. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, look. Nobody's dying because I'm here at seven ten. <laughs> we don't have a date plan. We just yeah. gonna sit here and watch some cake boss or something. Yeah. Like you can't like you can come to me with this and mm -hmm. that's fine. But I, I refuse to feel guilt over it. Right. And then I stopped feeling guilt. Like, and there's a whole lot of things in my life I stopped feeling guilt for. Like the fact at one point when I was dating, like, what was 2014, I think it was? Yeah, 2014. And at one point I was dating eight women oh at my the same gosh. time. And they would be like, are you dating somebody else? And I'd be like, no. I felt no guilt about oh, lying. Because that's man. none of your business. We're not boyfriend or girlfriend. We're just seeing each other. Yeah. I go over your place. We watch some stuff. We do some stuff. I leave you. Like that's that's it. So it's like I refuse to feel guilt. You didn't over feel guilty at all. Not even when they were like, "Hey, are you seeing somebody else?" And you were no. just like, "Really?" Because I never asked them if they were. I didn't care. Like, oh well, see, I guess here's the deal. But, here's the deal. Was that a if mutual the, understanding though? No, see, and that's just it. <laughs> there was no conversation about that mutual understanding. Okay. Like she would just decide, "Are you seeing somebody else?" Mm -hmm. And like I could have been like, "Yes." Actually, there were a couple of girls that I said yes because like. Cause I mean, it was it depended on the girl. Like mm -hmm. if I and this is this is manipulative. I admit this, but like <laughs> if I knew if I or if I bad. if I believed that she would stop letting me go to her place to do stuff. Oh, you would tell her no. You'd yes. be like, oh, I'm seeing. Oh. And I would feel no guilt about it. But again, but if she was like, well, I would like this to move towards something. Right. And I would say this is not moving towards something. Yeah. This is just you and me doing what we do. Right. If this is a problem. Them, da, 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 da. And she'd be like, okay, cool. And then later on, she'd ask me, D are you seeing anybody else? Well, I know what she's trying to do. Yeah. She's trying to backdoor me into a relationship. So we're going to do some other kind of backdoor and got nothing to do with that. Wait, wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? The whole point of this is, <laughs> wait, what? the whole point of this is, you're not going to try and backdoor me into a relationship. <laughs> yeah. And I wasn't going to feel guilt about that one iota. Like, yeah. not even. Not even. Even like the last thing I am going to do is to choose to feel guilt over a natural proclivity that I have. Like if you if you express dissatisfaction with this behavior, mm -hmm. I will be if you're like, look, are you seeing other people? And I'll be like, yes. And she goes, look, for us to be together, you can't see other people. Yeah, I'd be like, that's fine. Then I mean we can't I can't see you anymore mm -hmm. and that's fine I will always be forthright if you're being straight up with me about this is for us to keep eight doing what women? we do eight women might maybe nine what? I don't know 
Like it what? was, it was an active period. It was a very active period. Is that like a midlife crisis? Like no, it was, dude. I okay. No, <laughs> this is a whole other conversation. I didn't lose my virginity till I was thirty-one. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I didn't start having sex till I was thirty-one. I'm forty-three. I'm twelve years in the game. What? So like you were playing catch up. Yeah. Well, I, no, people say that. <laughs> people say that. If I was playing catch up, like there's a whole lot of numbers I didn't call. Okay. Oh, like man. I was just. How I, do you keep eight different relate? Like I mean, it's I guess it's not a relationship, but eight different like like conversations you, you, you and like keep, oh that keep, just makes my brain hurt it's not eight i don't i didn't i talk for a living i didn't mind it it's it's keeping Did you everything ever call names text. out wrong no never there's eight to nine different outcomes and every single time it was the right name yeah holy jesus well bless your heart i mean because i mean wow I mean, it's not like I went up to eight. Like, not like I went straight to eight. Like, I worked my way up yeah. to eight. But like, but it's yeah, a small town. What? Uh, what broke it? Did people find out about? No, I just I. <laughs> what broke it? This is the funny part. <laughs> like, I just got tired of it. Like, I just Ooh. got tired of because it's a lot. There's to only keep so track much span of. for everybody. No, no, no. I mean, there's. I mean, <laughs> there's only so much energy you have in the course of a day. Yeah. And it got to the point. We're like, and literally, it, I can pinpoint the day. It was like September of twenty thirteen. It was, it was like summer or September of twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember I was, I was sitting, I was here at the station. I was on the air, and this girl texted me something dumb. Okay, now I'm not saying she was dumb. Mm-hmm. I just perceived it to be right. dumb. Okay, and my thought was, okay, how do I say something to return that is funny or sweet, or do I go right to telling her to send me a naked picture or something? And I was thinking about the strategy that I would I would do, and I was like, why do I have to respond? Uh-huh. And so I just didn't respond. What? And then to all these other girls, I just stopped responding. You ghosted them? I, no, I didn't. I didn't ghost. I just didn't pr- put a whole lot. Of, and she would like, like if they'd be like, hey, you want to meet up Friday? I'd be like, I can't. I've got some other stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And like eventually they just, I mean, because to be honest, like women are agents of their bodies just like I am. I'm an agent of my body. Mm-hmm. And a woman knows. Deep. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. You're, a woman knows. She has a pretty good idea when a guy is kind of just using her for that activity. Mm-hmm. But she's also using him for that activity. She's giving he's giving her some type of fulfillment, some type of uh, beneficial like perception of themselves, mm-hmm. just like she is when I'm in the bed with her. Just like I she's giving me when I'm in the bed with her. Mm-hmm. So like like we all know to some degree what this is or can be. So when I stop putting in the effort they realize I'm not putting in the effort and they divert their energy somewhere else. So eventually they just stop reaching out to me. And it's a lot of that's eight different. I just can't like that. Oh, God. And I'm not, and I'm not saying this by way of bragging. That's just, no, that's no. Just and I don't I see doing. it as that. It's something that you learned from, obviously. So you can't be like held guilty for it. I mean, it was something that happened what five years ago and i wouldn't be held guilty for it even so like if one of them hears this and asks i'll be like i'm not telling you like you don't want i don't want to have you didn't think i was special span of course i thought you were special you were were rubbing my feet at the same time you're rubbing somebody else's feet and here's my response yeah the only reason i was with you is because i thought you were special oh all right well 
Now that doesn't mean you got a hundred percent of my time. What? <laughs> it means you got a significant. You slut. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm not even scared of the you term. I didn't get paid, so you, you said, can't call me that. You said that you only put baby lotion on me. <laughs> I did. I put Johnson and Johnson on the other one. <laughs> I put Curel no. on that one. I put uh, I what put grapeseed oil what, on the other one. What about baby powder Mondays? Baby powder. <laughs> That was all you, baby. Baby okay. Powder Monday right. was all you, baby. As long as I had a day. There's, there's, there's eight women, seven days. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Sometimes more than one in a day. But that was all a, right. Yeah. That that on a, that note, that was, a, that was a hard working time to be alive. To oh be honest. My God. Wow. Oh, well, we learned a lot about each other today, Span, and really I hope did. that I hope the listeners learned something too. I, I what we'll do is a week from today, we're gonna announce uh, something special that we're gonna be doing on yes, Q. Yes. Something and, special we're going to be doing. Yeah. On Q106. Yes. Yep. So uh, make sure that you're uh, tuning in and listening there, um, and also check out the previous episodes. Uh, we did an episode at Cooley Law School. Stadium. That was fun. Uh, we have the Aaron Peanut Willis from 311 interview. Also, the uh, Memorial Day episode. There's a bunch on there. And now that uh, Span isn't being uh, worked like crazy and all over Ingham County, right? We can do. We can uh, get a couple more episodes in. So, yes. Make sure that you subscribe, like, and all that stuff, and uh, post it and share it on your wall. And we will be back this week with another episode.